Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your programming. Become a diehard. Go phnx.com. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock. Busy, busy Wednesday for our precious Redbirds. Busy practice report. Uh, Kyler Murray may be on the injury report. But before we get to all that, speaking of a report, our guy uh, Brad Spielberger over a pro football focus dropping a tasty little nugget as it relates to one Hollywood Brown, Bo. Yeah, that's right. I mean, are, are we talking about the pro football focus projection as far as him being franchise tagged or... Yeah, this little tastier nugget from Brad himself. Yeah, I mean, there are Brad's dishing out hot nuggets left and right. He's like McDonald's in that sense. But (laughs) today, I, you know, he put together a free agency list. I encourage everybody to check it out. Of course, Hollywood Brown's on that list, Bo. 18th is one Hollywood Brown. And not only is he 18th, his comp, coincidentally, for Arizona is Christian Kirk. And I know that's been the sexy pick for a lot of people in terms of what he could make, what he couldn't make. But, you know, I just want to talk about the landscape of the fact that he thinks right now the wise move that the Cardinals should do is to franchise Hollywood Brown at over $21 million a year. Yeah, so I'm not being blindsided by uh, <laughs> by any news from Spielberger, but because I thought, okay, is there something else about Hollywood? But, yeah, I mean, the, the Christian Kirk comp, I feel, was probably – realistic weeks ago but since the return of kyler murray i mean it's it's not been that i mean hollywood brown is just over what 130 yards receiving since the return of his bus body somebody who we thought was going to take hollywood brown's game to the next level yeah the best game we've seen so far from marquise was mostly aided by and supplemented by garbage time stats against the los angeles rams where he goes for 88 yards receiving uh hasn't found the end zone and it's is is struggled significantly where if you look at you know what Christian Kirk was doing, if you're comparing him to his free agent year, uh, he's still checked in just under a thousand yards receiving. Hollywood Brown is not gonna come close to a thousand yards receiving. And uh, you know, as far as touchdowns go, Christian Kirk had, you know, five, maybe, you know, Hollywood Brown, if he finishes strong, could get to five. But yeah, no, I don't think we're in the same. We're not, that's not, that's not a solid comp any longer. I think no. unfortunately Hollywood Brown has been banged up and he just hasn't been able to find his stride since K one has returned to the lineup. And I don't know if that's necessarily, a, it's not a knock on, on Kyler. And it's, I don't think it's a knock on Drew Petzing's offense. And I don't think it's truly a knock on, on Hollywood Brown, but he just hasn't been able to make a down to down impact and, you know, start throwing around a franchise tag. Uh, do we have the graphic, Damon Dog? I mean, as far as, you know, the the Christian Kirk comp, and you can see the article here from Spielberger in PFF, 
Um, the projected franchise tag cost for wide receivers, $21 million. And every single dime of that, Johnny, is guaranteed. I just don't see the Cardinals investing that much in a one-year deal or in the 2024 season to, to Marquise. I can tell you they'd be much more comfortable, Bo, just allowing Marquise Hollywood Brown to go test his worth in the free agent pool. Like, we know Hollywood Brown wants to stay here. His best friend is the Cardinal quarterback, Kyler Murray. Like, what at all does it hurt you? If you allow him to test the market and okay, we'll match whatever you get, maybe right. Like, cause nobody in the right mind, respectfully to Hollywood is paying him this much money one year or not. Like you're, you're bidding, in my opinion, you're bidding against yourself. Like in hindsight, you probably could have gotten away with franchise tagging Christian Kirk, the way Jacksonville was throwing dumb money around. But Kirk was a younger and dare I say more ascending player. Yeah. Kirk was Kirk was off his best year as a pro he made big time plays for the Cardinals that year and route to the postseason. He was younger and healthier. Like Hollywood Brown's not participating in practice. Hollywood Brown has a sample size now of playing with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, and he's got one 1,000 yard receiving season. I, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people knew that Christian Kirk was underutilized and falsely played outside when he was a true slot receiver. And we see that position being valued more now. So to me, it's just like, hey, I think you let him test the market, you have a number in mind. And if he comes back and says, Carolina's offering me like three for, you know, 65 with 30 million guaranteed, you say, have a good career. Good luck yeah. to you. But if, if the number numbers are close enough and you feel like he can be a, a part of your offense, I think that's the biggest misconception right now is how do the, how do you know that they want him to be a part of their offense? Right. I don't think anybody does. You, you You're going to take snaps away from potentially – a first-round receiver, whether it's Malik Napers or Marvin Harrison Jr., Michael Wilson plays outside. Like, what does that mean for Hollywood Brown? So I think if this was Kime and Kingsbury, you could say, sure, they're going to franchise tag him. (laughs) But, like, this is a regime that inherited him and have tried to make the most of it, give them credit, and Hollywood's gutted out some injuries this year. But I think at the end of the day, you can just say it hasn't worked out. Maybe he's not the best fit. Go test the market. Yeah, no, I think that that's probably the best solution and best strategy for Monty Austinfort and crew for somebody that's been so uneven this season. And, you know, I think even this podcast would have been telling you earlier this year and how he had performed with Joshua Dobbs and how important Hollywood Brown had made himself on third down and moving the chains for this offense that uh, nobody had any kind of belief in, you know, he was, a, he was a big part of what they were, where they were having success, surprise success yeah. with Dobbs as quarterback and Drew Petzing's first season as a play caller. And then things just completely trended in the wrong direction. And yeah. I, I just, I think it would be salary cap malpractice to, to give him $21 million. And I know, yeah. Oh, well, you're sitting around 70 million bucks. You know, you've got still, you know, you'll have close to 50 to spend. It's like, I just don't think that's it's a worthy investment. It isn't. I mean, he's and you look at how who he stacks up against in the free agents, and we could probably do want to bring that up now. But eighteenth, yeah. I think, is is a bit high for 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 me to say Absolutely. that that's where he he is as far as twenty twenty four NFL free agency. I mean, this yeah. is going to be a guy that's going to check in around six hundred seven hundred yards receiving. Uh, I mean, that's that's just not it's just not worthy of of the amount of money that. The the, sal- the franchise tag uh, would would cost for the Arizona Cardinals. Let's take a look at that. So the ten to twenty, this is going to be the range. Yeah, you got Hollywood Brown in there at seventeen, um, and then you've got you know Leonard Williams. Then w- w- Williams fetched what a second round pick at the trade deadline. Yeah, 
Uh, so, he's a line scrimmage player, too. Yeah. I mean, he, he's been productive. Has he lived up to his draft? A lot of these guys, it's like, have they lived up to their draft stock? No, but, like, can they be super productive? Hollywood Brown, to me, like, I, I think it's disrespectful to call him an average player. Like, right. you want him on your team. But, like, for what the Cardinals do, I just, I don't think he's a good fit. Right. And I'm looking at uh, down the list here. I mean, just wide receivers, and, and we don't have it. I mean, it's it's below 20. Yeah. It's Calvin Ridley. It's like, would you take Calvin Ridley, even with his struggles right now, he's light years ahead of, of Hollywood Brown right now yeah. as far as his production. He just logged a 100-yard gain and, and found the end zone. I mean, right. I don't think, you know, I know that Hollywood Brown has has approached 100 yards, hasn't done it for quite a long time. He, he certainly had found the end zone and approached you know, a hundred, the century mark before, but I mean, Calvin Ridley, he's, he's down the list here. So I think he's, he's, he's ranked too high and, and the number is, is way past anything I'm willing to spend. And, and I've, I've said so, you know, recently that I just don't even, even at the right price, I just don't know if it's a fit any longer. Yeah. yeah I agree with that. Okay. Hey, listen, it's not, it's not, a, this is, this is a business. This isn't personal. It's going to be 27 years old next summer, 27 years old. So you're telling me they're going to franchise tag him with the anticipation that, oh yeah, then he'll cash in when he's 28. Come on. Like I, these were his prime earning years to produce 12, 13, 1400 yard seasons. Like he was supposed to be a rendition of what Tyreek Hill is big plays down the field, Steve Smith, Deshaun Jackson at AccuEsque. I like I think he's been hampered by poor quarterback play at times and I think he's been hampered especially in Baltimore run dominant team. But man, it just feels like the guys who make the big money they they don't they go out and they get theirs regardless of who the quarterback is. Like we've watched elite yeah. receivers for Arizona like a Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden and sometimes a D-Hop play above their quarterback play. You know, when Hopkins is catching balls from Colt McCoy like ballers go and they ball out. So I yeah. I if this this is going to come off just like we're ripping Hollywood Brown. It's like you want him on your team. That was the point of my Johnny on the spot a couple of weeks ago, but not for $21 million. I, I don't even know if I would pay him above, and this is disrespectful, but like five or six million bucks next year. I no. mean, for a team, like, because it's bigger than just the money. It's what else are you providing a value? You don't play special teams. And then if, if you like, I want to watch Malik Napers or Marvin Harrison Jr. Start over Hollywood Brown. Who in the mm -hmm. chat can say that they don't want that? Like nobody. You want Michael Wilson and the first round receiver starting because Hollywood Brown can't play the slot. Right. And, you know, Monty Osborne has proven even, you know, practice squad, active roster wide receivers that he's added during his tenure outside of just the easy, you know, restricted free agent pickup of Greg Dorch's tenure, uh, tender. Like he hasn't sniffed around any wide receivers under six feet tall. He just yeah. has it. He has a type. And the only like the only time if you're on a dating app, if you're trying to sway uh, some some gr woman that wants that has a strict no under six feet tall policy, you're going to have to do it in different ways. And, and yeah. to your point, Hollywood Brown, he, he he's not adaptable. He's not versatile. He, he's not like a crypto boy. He doesn't have like an unbelievable amount of money. He doesn't run a hedge fund. He doesn't do like all these things that we like, OK, under six feet tall. He does this, this, and this. This is what he brings to the table. Uh, what he brings to the table has not even played out very well at all 
especially during the return of of uh, of Kyler Murray. You got like a Gabe Davis, Noah Brown, a Tyler Boyd. Like, I'd much rather spend around four, five, six million dollars a season or eight for just a prove it deal for a player like that. They just fit better. I, I see Steven in the chat saying over the cap has Brown's value mm. just over two, $12 million. I, I think the market's corrected itself. I think the Kirk year threw everybody for a loop, and then I think last year it corrected itself. And we saw guys, fair or not, have to wait a long time. Remember Odell Beckham waited a long time, and that right. now looks like an overpay. I, I think teams it's come that alive. nab franchise receivers resign them. And I think at the end of the day, Baltimore traded him, and now the Cardinals are on the fence. It's like we know what he is and what he isn't. He's a starting NFL receiver. He can have big days on Sundays, but he's just not consistent enough. And on his rookie deal, you can stomach that. On a big-time money contract, I mean, like you and I are critical of guys like DJ Humphreys when they don't perform, in part because he's making $20-plus million. Like the expectation then becomes with Hollywood Brown – we're going to pay you to be better than you are right now. That's not how it works. It's like you prove it, then you get rewarded because you're going to sustain that or even eclipse it. You would be holding your hands out, hoping and praying, we're paying him $12, 21000000 million. Go be a 1,500-yard receiver. That's not his game. That's not who he is, yeah. especially as the Cardinals want to try to diversify their receiving core away from small. Yeah, they, they want to get larger. They want to get more physical. Yeah. See in the chat, uh, Jack, 6'7", 245, wide receiver from Florida State. He says Florida in the third round. He's a beast. Played some ball at ASU before he transferred to the Seminoles. And, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, if he's got, you know, the ability to separate. That's going to be a big thing for a guy at his size. Uh, but certainly gives you the opportunity to win some one-on-one matchups. And I think that that you, you when you play at that size, when you play at 5'9", You've got to be like you got to be Tyreek Hill. You just have to have the ability to to find open grass, and we just haven't seen it so far. No, uh, with Hollywood Brown, uh, with with Kyler Murray back under center in the shotgun for the Cardinals. Uh, we're going to talk more about these impending free agents, but before we do, we want to talk to you about our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings can't believe we're this deep in the NFL season. One month to go. We got to make every second count, folks. With DraftKings Sportsbook. You can make the most out of every game. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score $150 in bonus bets instantly by betting just 5 bucks on any matchup. Again, promo code PHNX. It's a call to action. Download it today. Uh, we got a ton of quality games outside of last weekend. Like The slates have been really solid. Backups upon backups. Now we feel like, okay, everybody's past their bye week. No better time than to wager with our friends at DraftKings. Using that bonus code PHNX, the crown, ladies and gentlemen, is yours. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler in New York, 877 8 Hope NY, or text Hope NY 867369. Please play responsibly. You have to be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state specific resp- re- responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 186 hours after assurance. Terms at DraftKings.sports or sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Despite Draymond Green trying to throw hands last night, the uh, that was the only fight that the Warriors put up against the Suns. Suns took them out. They're yeah. back in action tonight, and you can watch 
Phoenix Suns hoops against uh, a couple familiar faces coming yeah. home to, to play their former team in the Brooklyn Nets. You can check it out on Arizona Family Sports. Do not miss it with AZ Family. Uh, love to check out the Suns. They're, they're start, hopefully starting to heat up, but Arizona's Family Sports. Visit azfamily.com, and you can figure out where to watch. That's right. Just log on. If you're not in the Phoenix area, obviously it's Channel 3, uh, Channel 44 as well. Uh, but if you're in the Yuma area, you can check it out uh, at Channel 27, Southern Arizona. You can find it Channel 13.5, Cox Channel 19. It's all over the place. As far east as New Mexico and Albuquerque, you can find out where to watch Suns games for free. All you need is some bunny ears. Get that azfamily.com and click that Suns games link for information to where to watch in your area. AZ Family is a great resource to help you find your Phoenix Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. Let's take a look back at the now the top 10 free agents according to our friends and Brad Spielberger at Pro Football Focus, we looked at one or excuse me, 11 through 20. Here are the top 10, according to Brad and company, uh, led by Chris Jones. Chris Jones, now over 30 years old, defensive tackle, future Hall of Famer. Then you've got Kirk Cousins, who the Cardinals are not going to be in on. Then it gets interesting, Bo. Josh Allen, edge rusher, Jacksonville. I would think he'd be a priority for them. We'll have to wait and see. He's been super productive each of his first couple of years in the NFL. T. Higgins having an uncharacteristically down year, but historically, I think he's got three 1,000-yard receiving seasons that started as a rookie in a row up until this year. Brian Burns is a fantastic player. A couple of interesting defensive linemen at six and seven, but you look at this list. Is there anybody that stands out to you, according to Brad, that it feels like if the Cardinals had disposable income, this is what they should do? And they will. They will have uh, disposable income, and it's really going to come down to their current organizations and how far they get in free agency, right? Like, yeah. are, are we going to see Chris Jones hit the free agent market? Cause I, I don't think you rule him out. Right. I mean, that's, that's the type of game changing interior defensive lineman that the Arizona Cardinals have lacked yeah. uh, for far too long, maybe since nine Oh Darnell Dockett days. Um, but then like you look at the edges and we, and we kind of like a week ago, we got, uh, tantalized by this incredible edge crop of Brian Burns and um, and the guy you mentioned, Josh Allen, who I don't know if Jacksonville lets walk, but they've got to figure out how they're going to negotiate with an Allen, with a Ridley, who they spent draft capital on to bring in house. You can't franchise tag both of them. Right. So they're going to also have to then make you know a deal with one of the guys that they don't tag. So, uh, and they, like the, the thing that stands out truly, Johnny, is just how many players, especially big glaring holes that the Arizona Cardinals have that are, that are going to be available. I mean, Mm -hmm. the, the nine and 10 here, I mean, Jalen Johnson, who Brad feels is going to get tagged, which is unfortunate by the bears. um, He's, he's the real deal. I mean, he's having an incredible year. uh, And then Legereus Sneed had, uh, has had a really rock solid year for the chiefs as well. Um, you sign one of those guys as your CB1 and you completely change the complexion of your outside corner room. Yeah, to me, it, it starts with the front seven. I think, you know, at the end of the day, this franchise has overachieved defensively, this this Cardinal team this year. So I think Jonathan Gannon needs to be rewarded with a little bit of a spending spree in free agency. I think you get your cornerstone offensive players in the draft this year, your offensive tackle to bookend with Paris Johnson, another receiver with Michael Wilson. Like As much as I like T. Higgins, it would surprise me if they went that route just because they have two first-rounders in a premium receiver draft. It would make more sense. 
instead of paying big money for a Hollywood or a T Higgins, this is just my opinion. I don't know if this is the way they're going to end up going, but Malik Napers, Roma Dunsey, if you can't get Marvin Harrison Jr., yeah. like that's intriguing to them. Keon Coleman, the kid from Texas, like there are complimentary receivers. And this offense, listen, at the end of the day, it's not going to be the Kingsbury, thank God. You know, we've seen it, three or four receiver sets. It's They want to run the football. They want multiple tight ends. Trey McBride can be a wide receiver one on certain Sundays. So I think it's going to be CB1. You're looking for a cornerback, a veteran, because, of course, Marco Wilson's got one year left on his deal. They've got Keetrell Clark, a couple youngsters, and Garrett Williams that they're playing a lot. I, I think that if I had to f- roll the dice now, it's let's get a starting defensive lineman preferably a defensive tackle and let's get a CB one. And then we can feel really good about supplementing needs with minimal deals and, or the draft, but you cannot go into next season with a young defensive line group like this year, even if it's got a high draft pick mm-hmm. and a cornerback room with a bunch of 23 year olds, like you got to get some veterans at that position. And I think they will. Austin Romero, Christian Wilkins would be awesome. Need at least one superstar DL or edge. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, you need an ass kicker on the front seven, if not multiple of them. Zona Tucson 93 saying T. Higgins is needed. I mean, that you, you can look up and down the roster. And, you know, uh, somebody put out, was it Nick Corti, uh, put it out at uh, on, on Twitter today. Yeah. Some statistics as far as snaps return and snaps lost. And the Arizona Cardinals stand to lose the third fewest amount of snaps about at 19%. It. And sure, that's that's great. Continuity is fantastic, right, Johnny? But uh, they're going to look – It might they might return 81% of their roster or their snaps. But the people getting the snaps now, if they're getting the same amount of snaps next season, uh, panic because it's not great. The, I'm gonna, they, they're going to upgrade. They're going to supplant many of the guys getting those snaps this season. Well, keep this up on the screen if you could, Damon Dog. Look who's number one in snaps to hit free agency. You, you bet your bottom dollar, Austin Ford's going to go bargain shopping in Tennessee <laughs> and and his former stomping grounds, as he should. I mean, that's a franchise. They're under 500 this year. They've been a consistent playoff team, and they, they've got the infrastructure that if you supplement it with Kyler Murray, a quarterback, like, you can have success. Minnesota's got decisions with Kirk Cousins. They're going to lose key players. Miami can't keep everybody too as deserving of a contract. Baltimore just paid Lamar. Like you're circling, you know, Kansas City, you're circling the corpse. A lot of these franchises, they're going to have to make tough decisions. I think a lot of people foolishly think, well, Kyler Murray makes big money. The Cardinals can't do anything. They're literally paying nobody else. They're paying their two stud safeties. And, you know, they've got some money allocated to Humphreys. They could move off. James Conner, they could adjust, may or may not do that. But it's like nobody is hampering them. They're going right. to have immense flexibility. So I, I look at this as, yeah, they've got fewest. I think that's going to be probably the same case next year because yeah. of the team's going to be so young still. And the players you sign this offseason, they're not going to be free agents next year. They're going to be on the team for the next couple of years. So I we have gotten clarity. We've always talked about it, that this season was about finding out who's going to stick with this team long term. Isaiah Simmons, no. DeAndre Hopkins, no. Trey McBride, Kyler Murray, yes. So we feel really good about a lot of those key decisions. But kind of everything else, like Hollywood Brown is a placeholder until you can find a better alternative. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, that same can be said for Zayvon Collins, a lot of these guys. Like, sure, yeah, you're good in that role right now. We can start you on Sunday. But to get to a championship NFC West playoff aspiration team, 
we got to upgrade. And this is the offseason that they're going to do that. Yeah. Do we want to look at the next tier of, of free agents? We looked yeah. at a little bit from, from 10 to 20. Uh, but let's let's bring those guys up again. It was it was fruitful as far as the top ten, and you know somebody asked if if we think that the Cardinals are going to make a splash. Absolutely, Johnny, you have it sourced that they're going to look to upgrade premium positions. Am I right CB1. by saying that? Yeah, yeah. I one. We've been told on this show if there's one position they're going to spin big on, it's going to be cornerback. Yeah. And be, just it just makes sense because they've got two young. Even if they took a first round corner. Who's the veteran leading that group? They, I've been told they want somebody, of course, everybody does, that can at least give number one receivers a hard time because Marco Wilson was a little bit of a tire fire this year. <laughs> Kendall Fuller, he's a, he's a cornerback, but he's primarily played in the slot. Yeah, I don't know if that's something. I'm with, with Garrett Williams and his emergence so far in his rookie year, I think he's probably going to stay there. Um, but then you're looking at more, you know, rock solid edge rushers, Leonard Williams, who's in the division already interior defensive lineman. Um, it's, and then you got, you know, mix in there, Mike Evans. I don't, you know, I don't think that's somebody they sniff around does kind of fit the criteria as far as a big body wide receiver. Uh, but they're always looking to get younger. Uh, it, it's a DJ reader. There's, there's another defensive lineman. Yeah, edge Bryce off from the Jets. So a, a pretty impressive, you know, next ten here. So there, it's going to there's going to be opportunities in free agency, and and I know that you and I are hesitant, and I and I think the organization is is going to be hesitant. Like they're not going to uh, go out there and just just absolutely just spend 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 and say, hey, this is how we're going to improve our roster. Like right. the ultimate way they're going to improve this roster is going to going to be a draft and develop team. Yeah. They're going to do it through the the draft capital. But they can certainly, you know, improve this roster and get them like in a brutal NFC and brutal in a, in a poor way mm-hmm. uh, back into relevance quickly. Yeah, totally agree. It's like you would be doing yourself a disservice with Kyler Murray's peak years to not try to not go all in. But like, look at this conference this year. It's when the Bears think they've got a shot with a month to go, you know, the state of the ineptitude in in the NFC. So I think, listen, this is the first time in three years that you're going to be able to say, like, buckle up, come March, they're going to open the checkbook. They have to. Like, they did not field, respectfully, a starting caliber average defensive line group this year. They were grossly inexperienced at cornerback. They knew all that. And give them credit if if you're in that kind of credit business because at the end of the day, they still won a couple games and they've got a chance to win some more games. So. They they deserve it and they will. Like you think Jonathan Gannon and Monty Austin Ford want to roll with unknowns all over the roster? No, they want they want guys that are going to help them win. There were Sundays between you and I, Bo, that we know that like they knew they couldn't win because right. the talent discrepancy was so so significant. That's why like winning against Tomlin and Pittsburgh, they've got Pro Bowlers up and down their roster. Beating Dallas at home, th- th- those are big cornerstone victories for this franchise. Huge, Nick. Ochoa uh, putting connecting some dots. Daniel Hunter was with JG Rollis, Petsing and Rod Rodriguez. In yeah, there you Minneapolis. go. Uh, Nick connecting some more jo- dots. Kenny Moore was with JG and Indy. He said JG was his favorite coach. I, I don't know that's for sure. Coach. That, but you know, and Kenny is is an absolute very talented corner. He's very versatile. He plays some uh, mo- mostly a slot guy, and, and that's what. I would say like, okay, can he play, you know, outside consistently? Can he play the vol- the, the role of CB1? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm sure JG's high on him just being on your roster in general. But 
look, this is what happens when you get in adults. And I know it's an unproven coaching staff and they're cutting their teeth as far as, you know, the head coach and primary play callers, but yeah. they have deep ties around the league, which is, was lacking significantly under the previous regime. It's nice to have Nick be able to go out there and, and read up and, and, you know, different things he's heard from different players who are going to be available, who, who played significant downs in this league have strong connections to the current coaching staff because the previous staff had zero, basically close to zero outside of, you know, one of them coach, you know, the head coach coached uh, quarterback that's not available to anybody in college. Yeah, uh, you want connections. I'm going to tell you who's got connections. Our friends at Desert Financial, the official credit union of the Arizona Cardinals for more than 84 years. Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. The Desert Financial team are financial experts who are committed to their members and the community, offering financial solutions tailored to helping real people achieve their financial goals and their dreams. Look to Desert Financial for checking, savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more if you're an Arizona sports fan. No better place to do your banking than with Desert Financial Credit Union. Represent the Red Sea, won't you? With the Arizona Cardinal Visa debit card. Check them out, desertfinancial.com to get started. Some days you just need to go home and crack a cold one you need and this is one of those days and uh why not go home get yourself a nice wink seltzer which is available online for consumers to buy direct have it delivered to your doorstep drinkwink.com that's how you can purchase it it's that simple just go online d-r-i-n-k-w-y-n-k.com Purchase yourself some Wink, the product. I mean, it's not your standard seltzer, which is all the rage right now. You're going to go to all the holiday parties, and you're going to have an ice-cold bucket of the all the hottest rage seltzer. But if they don't have Wink, they're missing out. Wink seltzers are a product that's THC and CBD. It's not alcohol, and it comes in 2.5-milligram and 5-milligram cans online. Here's great. Here's great news. Zero sugar, zero calories, and come in a variety of delicious flavors, mango, lime, and black cherry. Buy them online, 12 and 24 variety packs right now. Use the promo code PHNX. You're going to get an additional 50% off. You're going to be able to cut that cost in half, and you're going to be uh, living high with our friends over at Wink. Drinkwink.com, promo code PHNX for 50% off your total order from online to your doorstep. Drinkwink.com. Mr. Bo Brock, you were at the Cardinal facility today. Um, I think a lot of us assume this should be the healthiest they've been in some time, given such a late bye week. But the injury report begs to differ a little bit more robust than I think Cardinal fans would like to see. Yeah, and a surprise addition of Kyler Murray, who we talked to post-practice. Uh, saw him out there on Monday. So they had this bonus practice because of the bye week. They got out there, uh, and I remember looking over, and, and I'm about probably 50 to 75 yards away from Kyler Murray yeah. where he is warming up. And I remember working with some coaches and stuff and, and kind of looking at his hand and wrapping, unwrapping stuff. And I wonder if it has to do with this thumb that landed him on the injury report. Now he's a full participant in practice. So he did everything as far as they was asked for during the practice, but he did land on the injury report with a thumb, just something to kind of file away, keep, yeah. uh, keep, keep kind of notice of Thursday, Friday, and of course game day against the Niners on Sunday. Michael Wilson was back out there, but his, his injury now is listed as a neck. 
Michael Wilson's dealing with a neck injury. It's no longer the shoulder. And when asked about, you know, was it a re-aggravation of his shoulder injury? JG, you know, weeks ago said uh, it wasn't a re-aggravation. It's, it's new. And now we're seeing it more, uh, I guess, described as a neck injury. But he was back at practice for a second day. They didn't have to have an injury report after Monday. This is the first official injury report of the week. He's on there limited as a neck. Elijah Wilkinson, limited, still designated to return, but not activated to the left guard. We'll see if they add some depth to the offensive line. And Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, who we talked about in depth in the first segment, uh, was not out there again. And according to Howard Balzer, I think it's seven straight, maybe even eight straight practices. We haven't seen Hollywood Brown. I'm optimistic about Michael Wilson to play because he was out there uh, step up from Monday. He was catching passes from Clayton Toon. Today he was catching passes during the open portion from Kyler Murray. I think he's trending towards playing. And I'm a little less optimistic that Michael or uh, Hollywood Brown without practice would play this week, unlike the previous two weeks. Well, you don't want a repeat of what happened <clears throat> against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think, yeah. you know, Michael Wilson is better suited to play San Francisco because he tore him up earlier this year. And your wide receiver one doesn't play wide receiver right now. He plays tight end. His name's Trey McBride. I, so I, it, is it a loss? Yeah, but respectfully, like Zach Pascal will be back in there. He can run block. Greg Dorch deserves more targets. He's lit up, you know, Kyle Shanahan's defense previously. So you know, I hate to sit here on a on a Wednesday and be like, it's not a big deal if they miss Hollywood Brown, but like I don't I don't think it's a big deal. Like I they they went to Pittsburgh and beat a physical team and should have put up 30 points. Now the Cardinals are gonna struggle to stop San Francisco's offense. Like you and I both know that. That's mm-hmm. where the game is gonna be won or lost. But I, I think Kyler Murray's gonna have one of his more robust stat lines. Like this defense, man, they gave up big big points to Drew Locke, big statistics. Like there are going to be opportunities for him to to find Michael Wilson and Trey McBride. So uh, I I am hopeful, and I also really like what he said, Kyler Murray. That that being about what he said about Michael Wilson today, it's like he's a great player. It's mm-hmm. up to me to get a report. It's like game recognizes game. This is yeah. a guy that's going to be with Kyler Murray, and they're going to grow together. And I, we have not seen that combination unlocked yet. And I think just what the doctor ordered: big physical target. If he's 100 healthy, look out. He could be the leading receiver in this game. Yeah, he could. And, you know, Kyler Murray looking to the more bigger physical guys in this passing attack. That's you're, you're seeing why Drew Petzing in Cleveland didn't have any wide receivers that were under six feet. You know, they were all big bodied guys. And Trey McBride, Michael Wilson, they find open spots and make plays in this offense. And, yeah. uh, you know, he, he talked uh, very uh, complimentary of of Trey McBride, joked about him. You can see, of course, you know, that those videos, PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. You can find them on my Twitter page as well, at Bob Rock. Um, and then we have this clip, you know, as we had the discussion about Adam Schefter's podcast yesterday and Drew Petzing's comments, uh, really kind of doubling, tripling down, I don't know what you would call it at this point, on Kyler Murray as the franchise quarterback. Uh, Kyler Murray was asked how it felt to kind of hear uh, such complimentary things from his organization, uh, Petsing, Austin Fort, JG. This was his answer. Yeah, I mean, obviously to, to have the faith of, you know, obviously JG, um, Drew, Monty, you know, those guys, uh, it means a lot. Uh, it's on me, though, to, to go out there and prove why, you know. Um, they paid me why, you know, I got drafted, all of that, you know, and that's that's a battle every single day. For It should be for me, it should be for every player. So um, there's obviously things you know different reasons why i play the game and stuff like that but uh to have those you know for them to have my back for sure is definitely a good feeling 
it's huge. It, it's yeah. great to hear. He, he he certainly gets it. You know, I was talking to a couple of different reporters, and, and everybody's kind of noticing a different K one. And I think it starts with the head coach of the organization, the leader, the CEO of it. You know, Jonathan Gannon, and he he, he has a positive you know vibe to him each and every day, despite, you know, where the Cardinals sit in the standings or who's on the injury report, who's healthy, who's not, uh, or what they did, you know, last week or two weeks ago and, and what they can or can't do in, in the near future. I mean, he, he makes sure that everybody uh, is playing with uh, and has the positivity and is, is enthusiastic about coming to work each and every day. And you can see that rubbing off on Kyler Murray, who had to deal with a bunch of bullshit mudslinging behind the scenes through leak reports and sources and all that trash. Uh, it, think Things are changing in Tempe and Glendale for the Cardinals organization. I just feel like this is a point I don't know a lot of people bring up. I think Kyler Murray relishes the opportunity to be a mentor and a leader in the huddle with younger players. You know, we had Larry Fitzgerald, who was a big personality, not like, you know, he wouldn't emote big personality, but it's just it's Larry Fitzgerald. It, he, he came to Arizona and, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, now he's the guy. He's the, the one making the money. He's the one that's been here. He's the franchise quarterback. Like, I, I don't think it's a surprise that he's having the success with Trey McBride and wanting to mentor some of these younger receivers. And uh, to me, it's just like uh, you go on with that because that's what you want from quarterbacks. I like I I think it's naive to compare him to Aaron Rodgers because of what Aaron's done. But like Aaron didn't like playing with younger receivers. I think Kyler Murray dating back to Oklahoma. Like look at what he did with, with CeeDee Lamb, who was, I think like 18 years old balling out for, for Oklahoma. So to me, I, I, I think that empowering this young man is the best case scenario. And I'm so glad that they're embracing him and, and putting him in a position to be a leader. I, I feel like he, he was judged fair or not by a lot of the big personalities and a lot of the this, the main stages of this franchise before he got here. And now he's like, yeah, I've been here for half a decade. I've seen us at, at our highest and, and certainly at our lowest. And let me let me invoke some of my experience and my wisdom on these younger players, because I'm going to tell you right now, he's got the respect of these young guys. Dorch, obviously, that you have a chance to visit with every Tuesday on the Greg Dorch podcast. But mm -hmm. Trey McBride, Michael Wilson, we've sat with James Conner. I know James is older, but he can't say enough good things about Kyler Murray. So. I think Kyler Murray at the end of the day, like him with Marvin Harrison Jr., we talk about it not as a pipe dream, but it's it's a fantasy right now until it becomes a reality, if it does. But I think Marvin Harrison Jr. would be fired up to play with Kyler Murray. And I think yeah. Kyler Murray would be fired up to mentor Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, uh, it really is a shame for over two decades, the people that were calling the shots thought that it was the – the right thing to do to to cut down your players in in any capacity. It's it's embarrassing. It really is, and you know I I think that Michael Bidwell is being shown the light, uh, and, and learning it far too deep into his tenure as taken over for his father, Bill Bidwell Senior, uh, to to see how um how how big of a boost that does for for your entire organization, especially the guys that you're gonna pay a ton of money. Like oh. You, you mean we hand this guy $230.5 million and we don't continue to drag his name through the mud? Uh, that's shocking to me. <laughs> like, come on. Like, what do you think? Like, when yeah. you empower these guys, like Monty Ossifort and JG and the staff that went to Oklahoma, to Norman, to to celebrate K1 for winning the Heisman and having this statue erected, like, 
that's fantastic. And, and that's, that's really what, you know, winning organizations, consistently successful organizations do. They show up for their guys who show up for them. And, and I think Kyler Murray wants to reciprocate for these guys, even though it's so early in their tenure. I want to reciprocate some deals on deals with our friends at Circle K, Bo. Join the inner circle today. It's America's thirst stop. They've got a new free membership program that helps you save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. Gas is as cheap as ever, as I've seen it in the Valley, especially at Circle K. So you're saving money on top of that. It's not great on a curve, baby. It's 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. Save three cents per gallon every day. You're always saving money. And in the meantime, stop in at a local Circle K, pick up pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and more. Free 31 days of Circle K in the Inner Circle app. Prizes, snacks, weekly entry into grand prizes. Join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.combo for more details. And while well, Circle K, you can find, of course, our friends over the Arizona Lottery. You can find those holiday scratchers from the Arizona Lottery. They make the last-minute shopping easy. They make the perfect gift, no doubt about it. Stocking stuffers, throw them in the tree. You don't even need a stocking. Just throw them out there. Just deal them like Kyler Murray on the 99-yard touchdown drive, just dropping dots. Scratchers are for everyone on your list. Of course, they got to be 21 years or older, but everybody 21 and over, you got them scratchers for just a buck. That's what it's going to cost you, and they can win up to $500,000. The gift that could keep on giving are the holiday scratchers for anyone, naughty or nice. Uh, tickets may be the perfect stocking stuffer. Go out and buy holiday scratchers. They find a retailer like our friends over at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. you got to be 21 years old, or as I said, in order to play. Let's check out that updated draft order heading into Thursday night football. We've got Saturday night football coming up. Damon Dog, if we could see the draft order. And again, the Cardinals, four games remaining, picking third overall. And it was announced today by the man himself, Joe Alt, is headed toward the NFL draft. You look at the landscape of this top 10 bow, and you know that Marvin Harrison Jr. is likely you know, player one for any team that does need a quarterback. Would you say that, that Joe Alt is your number one pick or in that group if Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't available looking at this top 10? Absolutely. Uh, and when we talk about holiday scratchers being, having to be 21 years or older, Joe Alt can't buy a holiday scratcher right now. He's 20 years old, but he's an yeah. absolute mammoth of a man. Yeah. Uh, he, 20 years old, 6'8", 322, balled out this season for the Golden Domers, uh, for, for the Fighting Irish. Of Notre Dame, um, you know, was was an absolute, if not the brightest spot for them this season. And before going playing in their bowl game too, correct? Yeah. So no he's all in. Game. Like there, there's no, there's nothing like Marvin. Everybody's speculating, and it won't be official until he, you know, gives word. But we now know that Joe Alt will be right there. If the Arizona Cardinals uh, want him at three or potentially four or five. I just feel like we're gonna we're gonna be in a scenario where the with this team unless a defensive player forces the issue. Because I, I love these wide receivers. I love them at the bottom of the top 10. I love them in the teens. I don't love them fourth overall. I think the conversation we're going to be having is third or fourth for this team, unless they surprise us and win a couple games. So it's like, which tackle do they prefer? And I, I just feel like with the style of play that Gannon and Austin Ford come from, Fashino is is not a finesse player, but... 
people pointed out he's in line with Paris Johnson Jr. He can be an ass kicker. He's an extremely significant pass protector. Joe Alt to me is Joe Thomas 2.0, like Mm -hmm. somebody that can come into this league and immediately be a top 10 tackle. And I, again, like I think Paris Johnson Jr. is going to make a Pro Bowl in his career. I think he's going to get a lofty extension eventually. He's been phenomenal as a rookie. I like, with no disrespect to Paris, I think Joe Alt's a better prospect. I, Joe Alt, we everybody knew about Joe Alt coming into the season as a top five prospect, whereas mm-hmm. you know Paris gained momentum. I, I think we're going to be looking at a scenario where whether it's three or four, the Cardinals are going to go BPA offensive player, Marvin or one yeah. of the two tackles. These these pass rushers to me, I like them. There are a lot of question marks. They are not as safe as the three players that that we're going to pre- preview all off season. They're not as safe as. Fa- um, fashion no. they're not as safe as joe alton they're not as safe as marvin harrison jr and when you're picking that high you got to be sure my floor is 10-year starter multiple contract extensions my ceiling is hall of famer yeah and i think it almost makes the rebuild easier like if you go this direction as much as like the the playmaking from marvin harrison is you can't discount it right but if you continue to eat your vegetables in the trenches and you solidify this offensive line, and that's what this absolutely projects out to do. Yeah. I mean, the the NFC West, you know, defensive coordinator is like, shit, they've got two dogs at yeah. the tackle position in Paris Johnson Jr. and, and Joe Alt or uh, Fashionu, which would be, I think that would certainly, you know, expedite what they're trying to do, kickstart things. Uh, and and then and it makes things easier what you're trying to do offensively when you have yeah. time, it, uh, it 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 gives receivers time to get open so you can take below average to pedestrian wide receivers which I think they won't have I think they're going to certainly supplement that room this off season but it, it and it gives a guy who's as accurate as, as Johnny Venerable or Johnny Venerable as as Kyler Murray yeah you you can you can throw some dimes out there some yeah some dots but Kyler Murray he's 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 finding and he's making plays he does pretty well we do pretty well go phnx.com become a diehard today read the newest workings of our guy Howard Balzer which bluntly says Kyler Murray he's your guy in 2024 and beyond if you're the Arizona Cardinals become a diehard check us out in the exclusive member Discord. Just wrapped up our fantasy football season, hanging out with the Discord members every day. One of my best parts of my day. On top of checking out the PHNX merchandise locker. Just got this fresh lid for the 2024 <laughs> offseason. Cannot wait. Check it out right now. I, I could play left guard uh, for about a play, and then I'd be at the hospital. You can come check me check me out at the Phoenix Hospital. That's right. Fishbowl Flash saying Johnny Dimes. Austin saying Johnny Vanderbilt, QB, and left guard. What what a bunch of very versatile player. Absolutely. Yeah, I, that is the position versatility we're looking for, Hollywood Brown, if we're going to yeah. pay $21 million. Our guy, Howard Balzer, has a brand new article up and why he believes in Kyler Murray as the Cardinals franchise quarterback. Also dropping us some insight. It is his throwing hand thumb. It's his right thumb uh, that he's got uh, to deal with the injury, the thumb injury. Um so some little insight there before we get out of here. Make sure you're following Howard on Twitter. You're following Johnny on Twitter, at Johnny Venerable. Follow on the show, at PHNX underscore Cardinals. Follow our guy, Damon Dog. Damon underscore D-A-double-G. No underscore. No underscore. He got he was in early. He got the Damon Dog on Twitter. I'm Bo Brock. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday night. Hit that like button. Subscribe to this channel. 
listen to us wherever you find podcasts, subscribe there, leave a rating, leave a review, long list of things to do, but we appreciate everything you guys do for us. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. No show tomorrow, but uh, we'll be back Friday for full game preview against the Niners.